The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, welcome to the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, but we've missed him. I'm joined by my good friend, Joseph Cockle. Hiya, Joey. How you doing? Hello. I'm fabulous. And our good friend, Martin Owen. Hi, Martin. Hello. How are you? Martin, are you excited that Joey's here? I didn't sleep last night. It was like Father Christmas coming at Christmas. It was like Father Christmas coming. Um, we've missed you, Joey. So Thanks. Let's, we haven't got a guest. Oh, and Joey, do you want to say we haven't got a guest? Oh, well, if, we haven't got a guest. We haven't. But when you put that on Facebook, what happens is I get like 10 messages from people going, you said I could come on. Can I come on this week? Oh. So it wasn't that we haven't got a guest. It's just that we just thought Joey needs a bit of room to ease himself back in the job. Um, of course, the reason we are here is because Joey's back. Yay, Joey's back. How's it going, Joe? Ah. Oh. If only you knew how stressful life is. Make, well, it, make it toilet paper. Mate, you, you don't honestly understand how busy it has been at work for the last sort of like month alone. It is but absolutely bonkers. How much more toilet roll are you moving than you normally do? <clears throat> well, let's just say at the beginning of December... We had over 30,000 pallets in, in, in our warehouse alone. Mm-hmm. And we have now just shy of 6,000. Right. Okay. So we're in, and we don't normally ship more than probably 10, 10 a week as it is. Right. So basically, we just ran out and bought, everyone bought toilet roll. Yeah, everybody went a bit balmy and thingy bought it all but that's like i said that's not just our there's a there's another site in leicester there's another site with wales i think there's a site in out just outside of derby so, so basically all the places you've lived in the past <laughs> yeah pretty much just got a uh a warehouse of toilet paper yeah wow it's like they know something but no it's um yeah, it's going all right. I've uh, obviously changed shift patterns at work to compensate for coronavirus. So they wanted to change everybody onto 12-hour shifts so we don't contaminate each other, blah, 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 which is a load of bullshit because nobody sticks to the rules at work anyway. Okay, good. So all, all, the, uh, all the Asian lads are still sitting at tables together sharing their food. So that's always handy. Okay, so. mate, you know, you can't... You can do you can do as much as you can. Okay, I think that's well, the point. I, I'm enjoying these uh, the shift pattern because it's four on four off. So I've got glorious four days off, but there's nothing to do with them. Yeah, that was my next question. What are you doing with your four <laughs> days off? <laughs> I sit at home and stare at the TV and probably play PlayStation with Martin. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, I thought Just... Martin was Martin was I thought Martin was hard at work with his day one social media stuff. Well, I am, but not on the four but, days that Joey's off. But when Joey has a day off in the <laughs> afternoon, I, I make I make a I get up extra early so I can go and um, kick his ass. Perfect. Well, Pretty I don't much. kick his ass. I have to carry him. Not literally. Uh-huh. Not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Well, what I thought we could do is one, we could go back sort of three weeks until the last time since the last time Joey was on a podcast and just ask him to for his, read out his diary for each of these things um, but no one wants to know what Joey does on his days or you know on his days off no. so what we could probably do because you know clearly there's no racing going on the same things are happening so what we thought is we might just try a few things over the next few weeks not just this week so if you don't like this week you're probably going to hate next week um, and just try a few things. So one of the bits was for um, who put the post up? Was it you, Joe? Which Asking one? The question, you post up the questions. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. So I think maybe I think Martin collated some of the questions. So maybe we could go through there if you've picked any good ones out. 
And of course, I think we've got some questions for each other as well. So anytime we want to throw them in, that'll be great. Yeah. Does that sound okay? okay? Rocket. So, Martin, what questions have you got? So are we going to do our listeners' questions or are we going to do the questions we're going to ask each other? Oh, what? You're in charge, mate. You can randomise okay. them. You okay, what I'll, well, well, I, I got, I'll do the... I got three questions for Aiden, which I'm going to ask. Oh, my great. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm not go gonna, on. Don't worry, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Oh, I'm going to put you two on the spot. It's not a problem. Yeah, no, no. Fabulous. So here's one, here's one for, for Aiden, and it's like the question that I always get asked, and I'm just going to ask it, is um, what's your biggest regret in RC? My biggest regret? Yeah. Oh, my God, I should have asked you for these beforehand. Ah, uh, see. I don't, I don't. I don't really do regret. I am a big fan of Condo Marie. I just thank something for its joy and pass it on. Um. Okay. Put when we went to Belgium. When we yeah. left Belgium, I bought Borley's. X6 and it was a pile of junk because he'd had it for 12 months and he was only selling it because he was buying like the brand new Cougar SV was that it was that the first mid-motor we'd seen Schumacher for a bit yeah yeah that was it that's probably my biggest regret I shouldn't have bought Borley's X6 <laughs> that's, that's about it uh, Martin I'm, I'm curious as to why you asked that question is, the, is there an actual backstory to the question or just a general no just a general question I came up with ah, okay don't worry, George, I, got two, I got another two general questions. So. I don't know if there's any context behind it because the way you no. asked it. No. He's just very inquisitive. Has Joey got a regret? That's what I want to know now. Oh. Yeah, becoming friends with you two plonkers. Joining Ansman. <laughs> See, that was a job, so that was kind of... More of a job than an RC kind of direction. Now, were you the problem with Hansman? Is that the reason it stopped? Yeah, me and, me, me and Stuart Wood were big influences in all the problems they had. Were you just constantly no, fighting? I didn't. No, no. Me and Woody had a worker relationship back then. I was, we still get on now. I, I love him a lot. I spoke to him today. Well, this works well because this just leads on to my next question for you, Aiden. Go on. Who annoys you the most in RC racing? Oh. <laughs> Other than Joey. <laughs> um, and I think, guys, I think it's important always to say at these points that, you know, sometimes I say it's all an act. Well, if it is all an act, the two guys who see this, the real me mostly, are the two people this, like recording <laughs> this with me. These two know all the dirt. <laughs> I know what I'm really like. So if you ever want to know exactly your best asking Joey and Martin, um, I'm going to say, obviously I would never name somebody. Um, I did the other week in our WhatsApp group. I named someone who really annoyed me once at the end of the F3s, 4s and 5s <laughs> at Southport. But the, I tell you what, the kind of person who annoys me is somebody who walks up to me at Southport and says what you should do he goes someone comes up and go what you should do is this and i go well you do it oh no 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 so that's the kind of thing someone who comes up what's stupid or the person who really annoyed me at the end of the threes fours and fives at southport the other year nice. never been never been so annoyed in my life <laughs> is that a story we can hear um, not not right for this moment. No. Well, <laughs> I, I tell you, I can tell a story. I, I know I the story, in. the name, and I take PayPal, credit card, or yeah. cash in the boast. I, I tell you what. Well, the the, the story is because we might as well do it. We'll, we'll do a better <laughs> warning at the beginning. I just won't name it. Is um, we had the threes, fours, and fives at Southport. Remember when it rained a lot and the Southwest chickened out and never turned up? Yeah, we stayed home. Yeah, you stayed home. I didn't turn up either. Um, and the one, the reason, and the F3s and 4s and 5s that like six people from Southport who were in the bottom heat got into the A final because we had the driest track 
and it was our home track. What happened was, near the end of the Sunday, someone came up to me and said, Joe, when you're finished, can I, I've got like a, we'll talk about vintage, because you know how much Joey likes vintage. Um, <laughs> when, when this is finished, I've got this new vintage car, can I run it around the track? And I said, of course you can, mate. I tell you what, just, you know, when this finishes, there's some photos, and then we're going to have to put all the track away, and put it all away, and as soon as that's finished, mate, do what you like. And he then turned round and said, well, can't I do it as soon as the thing's finished? I said, well, no, because we've got to put the track away. You've been here all weekend. You race at Southport. So what I want you to do is help put some stuff away. And then when you're finished, you can, you can do what you like. And then about 10 minutes after we'd started putting stuff away, and we'd only moved some of the track. And you know, people know Southport, we have to, it's drain pipes we, or gutter we put down. We hadn't put any of them away. We just moved them off like half the track because we, you know, zip-tied them to sandbags and things. I see this fella running his, like, vintage car round the bottom corner of the track, as I would say, the far left-hand side from the rostrum. And my language was horrific. I think Paul Worsley was still giving out trophies. And I called this fella for everything under the sun. Because I'm like, what are you doing? We've not even, you can do that in 20 minutes when we finish putting away. We've been here for three days. So that kind of person annoyed me. That individual annoyed me. Uh, <laughs> and people who come up and say, um, you know, what you should do is, that those, that's it, that enough. <laughs> Other than Joey, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying the same thing. Who annoys you, Joe? Joey's not there. Oh, Joey's, not just a, Joey's just sent a message saying everything's cut out. So I don't know if that means his internet or, or he's had to go and do toilet paper. But he's oh, back now. He's back. He's back. Wow. That was weird. Oh, okay. okay. That's all right. Joey? Yeah. Who annoys you? Um, uh, how long have we got? <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's there's one sole person that annoys me. It's it's just a, a collective of things people do. Just oh, okay. the shit out of me. Yeah, but that's that's what things in RC annoy you, not who annoys oh, okay. you. Who annoys me? Who annoys me? Okay. Um, Phil Slay. <laughs> no, no Phil Bryan. Slay. Uh, uh, yeah, Mike that's Waugh. an easy. Oh, Mike fucking Waugh. hell, Mike War. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can't even make an A final at a Scottish regional. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he, he, he knew this episode was coming where I just tore him a new one. Well, that's okay. Well, uh, do you know who we forgot about the last one? Martin, who annoys you? Who annoys me in the world of RC? Wow. Don't so give them the obvious answer. So that is difficult. Because I'm not very could... I'm not very easily annoyed. What about the time on Oopal before the first Ooze event? I called Mendip a sandy bumpy mess. Did, you? did I did I annoy you then? No. No. Okay. I don't even remember that. Oh I do. But it was it sandy, was clearly that important. Sandy bumpy mess. Sandy bumpy mess. I've never been. Me the most. Uh, that is a good, that's that's hard for me because no one I got quite high tolerance of idiots. Obviously, that's why I do this for you two. <laughs> I was going to say if you if you didn't, then Jesus, you might as well give up now. I, oh, I know who annoys me the most in RC. Go on. Paul Crompton annoys me the most in RC. Yes, well done. There you go. That's who annoys me the most, because I've put up with him for the last whatever years. I um, When I was looking to see yeah, find some photos for this episode, because there's no guest, um, I, most of the pictures I found that looked good, you could either, either Crompton was in them with you, or he was in the background. <laughs> He annoys me because he gives up too easily. And he knows what I mean by that. 
I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, he puts a lot of pressure onto himself. He's a lovely fella. Yeah. yeah. You know, for somebody who looks so much like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, exactly. So that's but, who annoys me the most. There we go. I got an answer. Well done. It's very difficult. You know, we talk about all podcasts, all things like this. It's very difficult to name people because I don't think it's fair because they're not here. Yeah, yeah. You've got to give people a chance to defend themselves. But Paul can pick up the phone and tell me oh, yeah. I'm in so. Paul's different. Yeah. We all love him, but he's very so, annoying. So I've got so, my third question, which which... Which is this is this is kind of not risky, but like ooh, it could be controversial. Go on. Oh, you ready for this one? Yeah. Oh. Will there ever be? Will there ever be a BBT podcast reunion? Will there ever be a BBT podcast reunion with Gops? Uh, I'm oh. sure we must be able to do something together. Um, you know. I hope no one's noticed that I, when we rebranded the Extra Lap podcast and got our new thing, it's basically the BBT logo with a radio stuck on the front. Um, <laughs> I hope no one noticed that. Um, I, the Big Blue Tent was great. It worked really well for me and Matt to to start off as people had in the Northwest and the Southwest knew what was going on. And then at that point, it, we had to change the name at some point. Um, so I can't, I'm sure we'll be able to do something with um, Gups, Matt, get Ross involved, uh, you two. You never know, if you used to annoy me enough, I could replace you. I could, know, you know, I could make a big money move for Alex Haywood or Ross. Okay, not yes. a problem. Yeah. Um, also, if we wanted a BBT reunion, that would have been the second time we went to mend it. When we all stayed in the same caravan, had a great yeah, time. True, true. Though Tommy, I made sure Gubbs went in the same room as Tommy, and then no one has a good time when you're in the same hotel room as Tommy. Why? What's wrong with Tommy? Apart from waking up at four in the morning, uh, that's the least annoying thing of him. <laughs> He's, he snores constantly. Nice. Ah, and, if you've ever shared a, uh, a house or a room with Martin or Mark Wall, then you'll know their pain. Yeah, I think the issue with Tommy is he just falls asleep too early, easily. So, like, one minute you go, you're right, Tom, and then just goes. Nice. So, I think I'm sure we'll be able to do something. Obviously, we would have caught up with some of the U-Pulls this year, uh, and I'm sure we'll be able to do something in the future. Excellent. Right, I got some for Joey now. You ready, Jack? Jesus Christ. Yeah, go on then. I've been a bit easier on you. Straight in. Why? No, no, your first one is, who's your racing hero? Oh, see, this is a difficult, this is a difficult one. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to go mainstream. Like, people would go like Tebow or Adam Drake or... Craggy. You know. No, Kev Lee. Kev Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kevin Lee. I miss Kev. Kev was... One of the first people that we sort of met at racing, and he sort of took well, not not took care of me and Dan, my my younger brother, but the quick one, yeah, the quick one. Yeah. He, he 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 did he did his bit, and obviously then he dad supported him through dad's shop, and obviously we've got a good uh, got a good rapport with with Kev. Yeah. So how did Kev look after you? I just. Gave us time and help at, at Stockfold, and when we started doing nationals as well, he kind of just <laughs> kept an eye on us. And yeah, because that that surprises me that he helped you. Because you know, Kevly looked so young. I thought anyone who'd spent any time looking looking after you would have aged them prematurely. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Well, you never know what he's like when he's at home. <laughs> Which he's like sleeps in a coffin. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Kevly. Okay. Wow. That was nice and easy. What about, well, may as well just do this. What about you, Aiden? Craggy. No, I thought it was Lee. No, I love Lee. Okay. I love Lee. But just for what? 
I love Lee, but I rub one off to Craggy. <laughs> Couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> right. Excellent. S- sorry, Neil, if you ever listen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll tell him not to. Nice. I don't tell him that. He needs to share it with all his friends. Okay. I got another one for you, Joe. Go on. Right. I heard you hit a car with a broom once at Oopal. Is that correct? Yeah, but which 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 purse, which car, and which Oopal event? Because I did. Well, that's not two. that's not the, that's not the question. But I heard you hit a car with a broom once at Oopal. The question yeah. is, will you ever shut the fuck up about it? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> wow! We were, up until about twenty minutes ago, we were the least savage RC podcast in the world. And, and <laughs> up until about ten seconds ago, I'd completely forgotten about that incident. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. That links into one of the things I wanted to talk about. Because <laughs> I wanted to know, Joey. Did someone suggest you ran into a track and hit things with cars? Or did you just think, this is what this event is missing? Because now he's going to talk about it. Good. I love it. Well, you know, everyone wants to know the backstory. Um, it, 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 was, it was a bit... I remember this, the first Oopal event I did at the dirt track, when the dirt track was brand new. And I think it was just before the finals may have started or maybe on the Saturday night or whenever it was that Muzza decided to introduce a backflip contest with cars over the, uh, over the, over the jumps in front of the rostrum. And I have no idea why, but I got it in my mind that I was going to pick up one of the brooms at the side of the track and start hitting cars out of the sky, which Muzz agreed with. And so did the people driving their cars. So, yeah, there's, actually, kind of there's actually a picture, on isn't there, on Oopal? There's actually a video I have oh, saved yeah. in my uh, in my YouTube oh, archives. That's a surprise! Because send me the link. This this was uh, this was kind of more coaxed on by cockers than I intended. But not as so, much coke. Um, doesn't take much. It didn't take a lot, but cockers was the. Um, the mastermind behind the video. Nice. So yeah, I hit cars with broomsticks. There you go. Can you remember whose car you hit? Uh, The first time round, it was uh, a guy called Graham Smith. And then the second time in the videoed one with Cockers was a guy called Mark Fletcher. Fletcher. Mark Fletcher? Yeah, Fletcher. Okay. So, oh, did, hang on, sorry, strange question. Right. Mark, Mark Fletcher, the Mark Fletcher who used to race in the Midwest? Yes. Mark Fletcher, the Mark Fletcher who I'd never heard of until three days ago, Mark Fletcher, who now doesn't really race toy cars and does sim racing? Correct. Yes. Mark Fletcher who's just done a 24-hour Nuremberg thing? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's handy. Carry on. Okay, excellent. Um, so the next question, Joey, and this you'll answer so easily. <clears throat> Who do you like to wind up the most in RC car racing? Oh, fucking hell. There's two people. Al- Alan O'Brien and Mike Wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> um. Mike's a dirty half-blood, Mongo, Scottish half-breed thing, and Alan's just Alan. You really don't like the Scottish, do you? Hey, they don't like us. Then again, the Scottish don't like anyone. So. <laughs> they, they, they don't like each other. The, no, no Scottish like fan of another Scotsman. You know, I think oh. they're the only com- country that's looking forward to more social distancing. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, yeah, how, long, questions. how long have you been known Mike War for? Four, five years, maybe. So, next time you can't make a podcast, would you be upset if I replaced you with Mike War? Not at all. Mike, Mike okay. is a really good friend, so it's fine. Good. Although, right. although, although I wind him up and I bully him, and he gives me the same back, we 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 have that sort of mutual love for each other. Okay, Mike, love it. Dirty, dirty half breed. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Well told. Um, he, he talks to me occasionally when he's not like tapping up Paul Upton. <laughs> That's a, that is a weird relationship on Facebook. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. Okay, I keep forgetting he's, um, Mike. Mike Wall was a Brummie, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the Midwest, didn't he? Like, like I, I think he, he didn't live. He didn't live too far away from uh, where Ped Models is, where Ian Littley and those guys are based. I'm sure he said he lived near there, or he used to work at Pen Models. One of the two. Well, either he lived, he lived near or worked there. I can't remember. That's well done. I'm not being fully well done, um, Martin, for those questions. They were all really good. So, I've got the, the I've got a question for Aidan. Oh God! Cool. So, so you haven't you haven't been racing all that long? No. You 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 unfortunately joined the uh, racing era at, at the uh, the late stages. Yeah, B four brushless yeah. spectrum. So yeah, you, yeah. So you, I was going to say you've only ever known things like the B four and the X six and whatnot. Yes. So, as many of us are aware, this week you have been building what we call a re-release vintage car. Yes. So, why do you love Eclipse? Oh, my God. <laughs> I understand, like, but because I've never, up until the last few months, years, I don't think I've ever seen an Eclipse. <laughs> because on, your, on a B4, you know, a hinge pin is, was kept in place by, like, a little screw next to it. Yeah, but equally, those little 050 screws were as probably as annoying as an Eclipse when they went missing or you rounded yeah. them off. I just bought more of them. Um, or, like, did the Durangos used to have, like, a screw that goes in? Without a Durango, you know, and a Durango used to, like, a screw at the end of the hinge pin to hold it in. And then, so, so to see an Eclipse, and remember, I'm not a, a, I don't want to shock anyone, but I'm a no engineer of any type. So to, just to try and, oh, no, mate, they're just, they're horrific. It was good I, fun. I put an e-clip on this top cat that I can't see how I'm going to get off if I ever need to take it off. Um, you can't get out. really big, like, well, you need, like, one of those, like, really small... Um, needle nose pliers. Yeah, that, that's that's you spotted it, mate. That's why I don't like Eclipse because you need like the right tools. Uh, and I haven't got them. Oh dear. Okay. Just why right, are you two big fan? Used to like Neil Thompson. You just love an Eclipse, and that's just the answer to all your problems. I'm trying to trying to think the last kit I built with an Eclipse on. Um, Mine would have been Team C kits. Still had Eclipse in the front. Yeah, for your, for your hinge pins, yeah, just nonsense. Yeah. I just think the only, thing I, the only thing I've built recently with Eclipse in is shocks. Yeah. Obviously, shocks, Eclipse on the shock shafts. That's probably the only thing. See, they, they never bothered me, because obviously once I built a shock, I was never taking the piston off. Well, not... yeah. Probably, yeah, probably would... 80% of the RC world leave their pistons and stuff as they are. I, I think that's probably changed in the last two or three years, mate, but... Um, but no, that's a, so, you know, I'm sure most of the kits Martin's ever built had Eclipse. Yeah, a lot of them did. Uh, and what did Cockhill say on the post? <clears throat> Cockhill said, you know, more world championships have been won with Eclipse than not. It's just yeah. a, it just reminds me of the bad times. <laughs> Though I fully enjoyed my top cat building even though I had to do part of it upside down and the plastics are not very good and you know no but I'm looking forward to running it that's why I bought a, a re-release car one I can buy parts for it two there is a big vintage section in Bury and in South Lakes and if when all this nonsense finishes but we're not supposed to travel around the world to race toy cars, then I'm going to look to support my local clubs of Southport, Bury, and South Lakes and Ulverston. And pr there's probably more vintage cars than there are four-wheel drives. Mm. Yeah, so, it's, it seems, seems to be a, uh, a decent amount of people 
getting involved with it. I mean, then again, I suppose most of the guys that we race with are from older days, as it were. Yeah, and most of the new people, you know, the three or four new people have you know, messaged Southport or got involved in our Southport group last month or so are old guys that have come back. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that, I don't know what Martin thinks. I, I, I've mentioned last, you know, I've certainly seen that in this month of no racing. People have maybe found their old kits and are rebuilding it and things. Is that, have you seen that at all down south, Martin, with your yeah, connection I mean, to RC yeah, Octane and stuff? Yeah, I mean, that's keeping kind of RC Octane afloat at the moment, the vintage stuff, to be fair. I think people enjoy building it. So, I, yeah. think we, I think we all secretly like vintage stuff. I don't, I don't think racing it, that doesn't interest me, but building it is quite cool. Yeah, I, I, there's definitely a scene up in the northwest. See, I, yeah. I struggle. I've said this before. And like, they'll race down here and they'll race Tamiya's, but to me, in the in the mid '80s, and again, in, uh, different, I guess, in the UK. But if you went to a track, they you either had an RC10 or an Ultima, and those were the two cars you had in race, and they were pure race cars. No, very rarely did someone turn up with a Tamiya at the track and come and race it. Okay. So to me, like a, a vintage racing car would be like your RC10s, your Ultimas, your JRX2s. Um, those were, you know, but here, I guess it, but here it was different when you look at the pictures of Jamie Booth. I mean, he was kicking ass with a Tamiya. But you just didn't see it. And, and Schumacher's in the States, you, you'd saw the odd one, and it was like, whoa, look at that. It was a real kind of like amazing thing to see. But it just shows how much how much dominance the RC10 had through from like probably like 84 to about geez, 90 something. Yeah, it, it, it... But, but apparently, I know it wasn't. And I guess the guy to speak to would be Stu Wood on this. Trax has bought out a two-wheel drive car at some point in the late eighties, early nineties, that was well ahead of its time. And oh, like a TRX one that's or something. It, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and I guess that was just like another level. Yeah. Go. I think for as vintage as I get, Schumacher Fireblade was probably the oldest car I, I probably remember having. Wow. I can remember Simon Moss racing those at Tiverton. Ah, oh, they were wicked cars. They were that 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 funky like center section that like the top deck I'm, yeah. using, I'm using inverted commas in the air and like the battery strap and everything used to attach to they were quite cool things yeah, yeah. You, I'd like you to get older I might have to get see... older one of them again I thought you hated vintage Joe you could see on the top cat certain things like the way the bottom of the rear shock attaches the arm is exactly the same way now on the lay down it's a grub screw into the arm and it pops on um, and certain things like the front hubs look pretty you can see where they're coming from which is, which is kind of interesting for me because i've never seen it before i didn't grow up with it but you know i, I, I was really happy with the people who are sharing their um, thoughts through you know it wasn't a build thing but you know my post regarding top cats and the bits i've done but you know some guys i think it was mark turned around and said when i was moaning about eclipse to take us back to joey's question you know, imagine doing that in a field of grass. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I, really, guys, no wonder you didn't moan about skimming your motors and brushes, because that was probably the easiest job you had to do. Because I have no idea how you change your front arm on one of these things during the day. Yeah. It, it, it looks like you have to take most of the front end of the car off. You know, I don't know who designed it. I'm going to say Cecil did. Cecil, Robin. Phil Booth. Phil Booth. Thanks for that. I could remember him. You know, someone like that has designed it. 
It's so, but I, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm glad we've moved away from Eclipse. They can stay in shocks because they'll never change pistons. But you know, it, I think that's going to be. It's a really strong class in the northwest, especially at South Lakes and places that we I might go to more this winter because we don't know what's happening. <clears throat> Right, have we um, I have. Should we get on to these listener questions? Yeah, yeah we best not leave them out. Ooh. Right, there's, Martin, there's a certain question I would like to take a massive stab at. Go on. Um, comes from a man called Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Yeah. Thanks for your question. Is that, is uh, that Ben Chalice? He is. Yeah. So, this is something I was thinking about the other day when um, I don't know ben, what Ben's question is it's, it says how, to read it how, out? Oh, you no no you, you can read it out Go on. okay it says um, how to support clubs this year and what we can do when the ban is lifted what racing may look like oh okay go on Joe now we all I'm assuming we all received an email from the BRCA last week yes correct Regard, regarding when sanctions are lifted and, and whatnot and so forth and so on. Now, I totally understand a lot of us are going to want to get out and stretch our legs as soon as possible. But and another thing that we've all seen as of late is people trying to drum up some money for their local clubs, whatever, what, and, you know, that fundraisers to keep tracks afloat. Right. But just visit your local track. Go to your local winter series, summer series, who, whatever. Do all that that stuff with them. Organise with, like, your, you know, the club chairman or whatnot. A, a, a big weekend that your local drivers can come to, you know, charge them 10, 15 pound an entry, whatever. Just stick to your local track because at the end of the day you know okay for me a lot of local tracks are, are like my what we use for nationals Kidderminster Robin Hood Telford you know I spend more time there than I probably do at my actual local track which is sort of half an hour away but a lot of the local clubs you know Stockfold was a big 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 thing for me when I was growing up when I first started racing because it was the only track I knew of and I still now class that as my own track. Right, okay. Although, although, although it's going to take me nearly an hour and 45 minutes to get there nowadays. But, you know, when we're all, you know, allowed to stretch our legs, don't just get in your car and drive to Robin Hood or Mendip or wherever. Just pop to your local. Give them guys the support, the money, etc. And then we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, good point, mate. What do you think, Martin? Did you what? What did you? What were your thoughts when the, the, the yeah? I mean, question I, I, or from the I, I think I think it will be. I mean, as the advice kind of said, will be, you know, not travelling and facing at your local clubs. Um, we just don't know. You don't. We just don't know what what is going to happen as far as you know. Are you going to have to say have heats with only five people in it and not ten in finals with? five people so that your space on the rostrum and we just don't know do we no and, and that's important and though luckily because people who listen to this know us and know where we don't know anything so whatever we say are our views but i think that there's importance until we um i did listen to the state of rc when they had i caught up with that one the other week when they had Darren on, who's the chairman of the BRCA. Um, and he said, seemed to say similar thing, you know. Yeah. What, what, what sometimes happens is your class is not, or where you want to race is not the nearest place to you. And I think yeah. that's what the BRCA are trying to say by race local. If you are a, and it's very easy for me to say this because Southport is 12 minutes away. Um, yeah. But if if I was a touring car driver, a one-eighth on-road guy, and I would go to Halifax, because that's the only place I can make one-eighth on-road, then 
maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should stick with running at Southport or Ellesmere, you know, run GT12s at Ribble or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's right. And that's, again, go back to the top cap. That's why I've, I've done that. Because one of the things that people have mentioned, what you've mentioned, Martin, is five on the... I think we can cope with five on the rostrum and five car heats and five yeah. car finals. Because if, as long as those marshals are the same places at the same time, then if you crash in a certain corner, but your marshal's two corners away, that's going to be the same for everyone. Yeah. What I think the issue's going to be, and I'm going to, to talk about me, but my issue could be, is I go to racing, as we all do, but specifically I go to racing, to catch up with the people I know and love. And my tent, the big blue tent, I will try and, historically, I will try and squish as many people into that tent as possible. And I will share my table and I will do the Will I be able to do that? Mm. Will I be able I to have... That, when you talk I... about social... When you talk about five people on the rostrum, what about two people sharing a four-foot table? What about six fellas in a tent? That might stop. And that yeah. could probably <clears throat> stop people racing just as yeah. much as having four or five people on the rostrum. I don't... It, it, I saw a picture from... Where was this? It's somewhere like Thailand or Taiwan or the Philippines. But they bet obviously, uh, most of Asia has been obviously hit a little bit harder than most countries has with this coronavirus crap. But they were all racing. But they were all stood shoulder to shoulder as if like nothing had ever happened. But they all have face masks on. Okay, I think in Asia it's more of a polite thing to wear face masks. You know, if you have a cold, you wear a face mask. But the fact so what... that you know, like we're we're told on a daily basis not to see each other, not to like rub hat, like rub shoulders. You know, stand two meters apart. You know, don't shake hands with anyone who looks like they've just sneezed or some shit like that. But yeah, these guys were all just stood shoulder to shoulder, racing eight to go around a track like there wasn't a care in the world. They're used to it. Sorry, it's probably just as sweeping as your statement. Is we're not used to being, you know, Elliot Boots again on the stage of RC turned around and said about the Italians. The Italians hug and kiss everyone every time mm. they go anywhere near them. Yeah. You've got to be just, you know, I went round to my dad's today to drop off some stuff that was delivered to mine. And he said, Well, and this is as truthful as it comes. He turns around and said, Well, why are you standing outside? So, mind you, must come in. You've not got it. I've not got it. He said, We can't do that, Dad. We've got to, like, this is like training. We've got to train ourselves so when we go, when we're kind of a bit let out, this is what we'll do. You know, what? one of the things that we might, if we get back to the question, one of the things we might see, one of the things that happens at Southport is we only ever run one car. We just run two-wheel drive. I could see that changing at Southport because instead of booking in race entries, We'll be booking in individuals. Yeah. So mm. we just wrote, like indoors, we'd say we're going to have 60 people. So we're going to allow, only allow 62 wheel drives. We could be doing it the completely opposite way. We could be booking in 30 people and we might all need to run two classes because we're yeah. going to have to pay twice the amount because we won't be able to have the Now, Southport's a really bad example because our indoors is well known for being tight and cramped. Track is massive, you know, four rolls of 30 meter long, but our pits are small. Whereas someone like Barry haven't got that as much of an issue, but they might not be able to let 120 people in. They might need to turn around and say, it's going to be 60 people, but you have to run two classes. Because to get the numbers in, and you go, everyone's going to, so I might need to dig me L1 out and run that. I think that could be a big change that we're. Yeah, we could, could be. We, we could see stock racing coming back to the UK. No, don't be stupid. Now, now you're just getting stupid. But we could say stock see... racing belongs to beginners. Beginners and or Americans. I was going to say or Alejandro Vegas. Um, yeah. Um, who 
does great VRC stuff, even though I keep beating him in Forza. That's a lie. Um, but so I think there was the but, and then what Joey said about staying local is important. The next bit is who's gonna. What about the bits we don't think about? How are we gonna, you know, are we not gonna be allowed? Is Eric allowed to be sit in our clubhouse and take money off people? Well, we gonna... well, yes, because you know, I'll use my my partner Rebecca for example. She goes to work and she still works at Morrison's, and they still give her money. So even okay. even now, when we're in the biggest form of it, and you know, the biggest crisis, as it were. <laughs> They're still allowing people who go who work in shops and stuff to take money. So, okay. you know, once well, we've all been set set free, I, I don't think things like that are going to be probably even considered. Like, it's just going to go back to normal. Handing money over is just going to be a normal <coughs> day-to-day thing. Well, should we? Another way, should we have results boards with bits of paper on? Because we'll, yeah, but, but, you know then, but then how else are you going to do it? Well, it has to. Everyone's going to have to get, use their phone. Do it online. Yeah. Take pictures. Put it on Facebook. These are the bits that I think we're not going to notice. Many people have messaged me, not naming any of them except Andy Woods, who said, oh, "When Southport opening?" And I'm going. I'm not going to say. I say it now. We won't be the first to open because, in some ways, when we open, I want other people to get the opening done for me to see how it's done. To, well, Barry's our neighbours. See what mistakes are made and don't make them. You know, what if, about uh, what about I, queuing I, up? What you know, you know what happens when you hear a booking in's open. How do we do tire tech if we have to see six meters, six foot apart? The queue would go round workshop twice. I think things. It, it's all very, it's all very well to say this now, but it's it's things like that would. You're just gonna go back to normal, normal situations, surely? No, no, you're not. Well, okay, I don't. Eventually, you will, Joe. But I think that's gonna be the thing we're gonna have to sit there and really think about the bits that we don't think about. Uh, I think I said it the other week. You know, I'm, we're actually gonna see. I'm gonna ban more people from Southport than I've ever done because I'm just not gonna take the hassle and we. The first people to step out of line are going to have to be <coughs> domped on to make sure that because what happened? Because we're not like golf. Okay, you know we don't just turn up, wander around the field. We want to get together now. Again, Darren said on the state of RC BRCHM, they'll get a lot of information from British Motorsport Association. That's who we're linked with, and I think that's the best thing the BRCA could do because, in some ways, full size motorsport is the closest we've got because people sit in pits and they sit with their friends longer than they probably race toy race their cars yeah so i think that's probably the, look at mendy so I'll pick up mendy the best bit about mendy the best bit about any outdoor track is the covered pitting yeah if you've got to be six meters six foot away from somebody that's not four people on a table that's one one yeah and yeah, I but that's kind go... of kind of how it is now. When we go racing, we're all on our own table. We're all away okay. from each other. Maybe you and Miklos in your own little tents. <laughs> Team of one. Yeah, I'm not being funny. And I'll pick on Miklos because I nearly killed him at Stoffold because he's literally just made himself a little castle and then sat there. And we're going. Oh, I've not really seen anyone. I'm going because you haven't got a door to even get in this place, Miklos. But we don't. We just jam everybody in. And that's the point. That's the bit we're going to have to get used to. But I don't think anyone knows. I think that we, I think we'll cope. We'll do all those bits. We'll sort well, those the, things out. It's it's one of those things. You've got to wait and see when. Um, yeah, everything's, everything's blown over anyway. Until until anyone's given the go ahead to resume back to normal life. I don't think anyone needs to concern themselves with whether we're going to be racing with five or ten of us on a roster. And look on the bright side. Everyone who's listening to this, all 13 of you. Luckily, me, Joey and Martin won't make the rules. No, thank God. Thank God. Have we got any? I've got more questions. I've got more questions. Root through the the guest questions. Go. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Mike War, what's the point of having Joey back? You guys have been better without him. Wow. (laughs) 
Shots um, fired. Yeah, but Mike, yeah. it's it's simple. You, I still get chosen ahead of you regardless. <laughs> um, Joey's biggest fan, Trevor, uh, is the only person who actually messaged me and asked, said he'd miss Joey. Oh, thanks, Trevor. Um, but that was a truck champion question. He was the truck champion where he was. Nice. Good luck. In fact, he wasn't. He was going to be. But the, the track, he went into lockdown before the track did and therefore didn't attend his last race. So, oh, that's. So, but he would have been three times running tech truck champion. But so Trevor's missed you. Nobody else, Joe. Joe. No, nice. Thanks, everyone. Okay, Cheers. next question, Matt, Matt Dodd. I hate this man. Is it ah! true that is it true that Marty owned race in the USA? Yes, it is true. I'll tell you I'm, about it one day, Matt. We're going to do you. a full episode of just. Martin, it was in America. <laughs> we might as well get it out the way. Um, we'll do that. Living in America. I'm just going to have that. That's got to have that all, all, all the way through the background. Perfect. You know, Keenan's can, got proper introductions and fades, and we've got Joey singing in the back <laughs> of the podcast. Funny enough, though, and this is kind of a, a little bit of a joke, but last night I was browsing Facebook and um, Rick Howard, the the Reedy guy who runs Reedy in the States, he put up some um, on Reedy's website. You can go and look at all the magazine articles of all the past Reedy races. Mm-hmm. And the place I first ever raced, they, I, I'd never to this day, it's seen a picture of the inside of it. I looked on Facebook, ever couldn't find any pictures of the inside. And Rick actually found a load of pictures last night and sent them to me of the indoors of this track. The weirdest thing is it always, as a kid, looks so big. And I saw these <laughs> pictures, and it was tiny. Aww. But it was, it was cool to see that. Like, you know. um, so, right, next question comes from Nathan Rawls. Has Aiden finished his top cat without outside assistance or hurting himself? Um, I've had I've had no physical outside assistance. I've had a lot of people, you know, the guys in the WhatsApp group, um, who have helped me when I've had some questions. Joey's been really supportive. Not, um, but no one else has been near the car. Um, I'm not going to do the electric install. I don't own a soldering iron. If I did. I'd buy it, one of those Aromax ones from Tony F. Doka. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, I'd buy one of those as well. They're, they're popular. Awesome. What, why? Because it's really good. At, no, no, no. no. It's, it's not because it looks... You get quality. It's great. Right. In my, in my Ojo bag, right, I currently have a £20 soldering iron that I've had Probably for about eight years. Yeah. Right. Has never. I've never replaced the fuse. I've never replaced the plug, and I've never replaced the tip. Okay. Can you still buy that soldering iron? Can you go to the shop and buy it? No, you can't. So go buy the Aramax one, which you can buy now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. why? Why would <laughs> available? If, if I, right, stuff. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't matter that it's available. All I'm saying is, it's done the exact same job as that hundred pound one. So Correct, why Joey. would I turn around to someone and say, right, you need a solder on. You need to go and spend eight quid more than I did for the exact same results at the end of the day. Aiden, you ever thought of taking up fishing? I, like, I quite like fishing. Oh, mate. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm not being funny. You know, Joey, why have you bought serpents and Yokomos and Kyoshos? Why haven't you just stuck with your tabby and mad bull? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't that doesn't equate to the same level of. Do you reckon you're Tammy? Do you think you're Tammy a mad boy? You'd have made it A in Scotland, uh, regional. Oh, I'd beat a Mike Wall with it. Yeah, yeah, but would you have made Mike Wall doesn't get in the A? So would you have gotten the A? That's the question. Not oh yeah, Mike Wall. I'd have made the A final. Perfect. Probably tenth, yeah. but. So no outside help. I am. I'm going to probably. Um, I, I'm. I'm homeschooling my son as a lot of people are doing. My yeah. wife is essential, like Jerry. So it, I'll probably only do it might be a Sunday afternoon thing. Um, 
and I won't do any of the electric install. I'll have to wait for somebody to come and do that for me. Nice. Right, we have two more listeners' questions. And then we'll finish it. That's what we'll do. Yeah, well, the two, I've saved the two best for last. Uh, these, weren't, these weren't on the, um, on the website. I went fishing for them last night. So this is a question from, for Aidan, from Mr. Lee Martin. Oh, God. He actually said to ask this. So, wow. so Lee's question was, when's he going to drive Yokomo again and be a real-life fanboy? Um, oh, I, my. I, he wants to know. You know, you love I, him. You want to answer him. Yeah, but I've just told him that Craggy was more of a legend than him earlier wow. in this episode. Ah, but you did, you did say that you love Lee. I do love Lee. Um, I would adore driving any car that Lee drove. And to be honest, when I drove a Yokomo, it wasn't just Lee and T. Joey drove a Yokomo as well. So, you know, that was a big thing for me because, you know, I thought he was a star until I got to know him. And um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll be back. But, I, I, you know, let's, uh, as Russ Lee would say, we must respect the sponsors. I am super happy in the Schumacher family. You know, <laughs> You know, I'm not being funny. I'm, I am. They use guys pull up with me, my stupid questions, my, you know, annoying of the American Schumacher USA group. Um, I, you know, I shouted at a load of you the other week for being mean people. Um, and, and, and it's been really good. And, and most importantly, I've been super happy with the cars and all the bits and things like those lines. So, um, Oh, Joe, that reminds me. I love the things on Facebook where people start talk about buying British now. Well, once this is all over, we'll go buy British. Well, I can't wait for people to all buy Schumacher's. I don't agree. I don't agree with any of that, Joe. Um, there are... If, if 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 being well not stuck at home because like I said I'm still going to work and sort of live in a normal day to day life as it were, the amount of pillocks that have surfaced on social media and in general life is incredible just because of this shit. Correct. People are right. I just like to point out that didn't didn't we go through this phase once already of buying British only and boycotting everything that weren't fucking British shit. No idea. Well, I don't know how. Anyway, I've got another so, question, so I got one more. Wow! Fuck you then. I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to you moaning. You we all, we all want to go play cards. Well, I was going to say we're, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not going to just stick to British, are we? Because you know nothing. Nothing in life relies just solely on what the British made. I mean, yeah, have, you seen, she, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen our roadworks? Have you seen our roadworks? World War Two did. They built all the Spitfires in Britain. There you go. No. Fucking hell. They so, put all the laydowns go, go in their you, boxes. You go, back to, you go back to toilet paper and I'll go back to trying to teach my son history. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anyway, I got a question for you, Joey, and this isn't asked by me. So um, I asked one of your racing heroes, Neil Craig, if he had a question for you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? Really. And Neil's come back saying, ask him when he's going to stop playing around with trucks and race with the big boys. <laughs> Boom! Oh, uh, I, I, I knew something like that was going to come. Hey, um, hey, you know, the champ has asked the question, you've got to answer it. Yeah, but it's, it's one, one champion to another. Like, <laughs> well, hang, on, hang on, hang on. Neil has been world champion and you won trucks at Worksop. That's, yeah, Neil... that's kind of like comparing how much you earn to how much... Steve Jobs is worth. All right, but still, it's champion to another champion. Well, all, all I can say, all I can say to that, all I can say to that, Neil, is when are you going to man up a bad truck? Well, he's never going to buy it because he's good enough, and they give him one. Well, yeah, this is true. You don't get that, but he did actually. I gave him the truck. Yeah, I was going to say I, don't, I haven't paid for my truck. Mine was handed yeah, that's down. Then again, handed down sounds even worse than buying one. Um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know, Neil. Good question. Um, we'll ask him. 
We'll ask him. Maybe when 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 we're all allowed out again, maybe. Um, I, I I'm gonna I shouldn't say things in WhatsApp groups, but someone was saying when we were talking about old times um, that they remember when Craggy was only twelve, and if he didn't win, he'd cry. Um, oh, and then oh. Tommy's response was, "Craggy never cries. He's a superhero." He is a superhero. Um, and I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. I sent that to Craggy um, just to show how much we've, we're still thinking of all of those lots at this time. Um, we're super lucky to have them. Um, that brilliant. Is, is, is that the end of our uh, listener questions? That is all the listener questions, including the two that I searched that I got last night. Well done. I always said we, there's a good reason why we have Martin. Joe, people don't believe me, but he's pretty good. I know, he does have his worth some weeks. And I'm not being funny, guys. We've done really well, and uh, we've got questions for Martin. Joey's still got some questions left, but we'll, we'll do them another time because yeah. we're probably all bored. So yeah, what we'll do, there's loads of other stuff going on. You're just going to have to find it on the internet this week. Um, Joey, before we go, and we've missed it, so take twice as long as normal, <laughs> would you like to thank your sponsors? Um. Yes, obviously no racing, so it's kind of a bit scabby. But uh, thanks to the guys at Curve Show, obviously keeping safe. We assume uh, Sean at PBM is obviously having a fantastic time in uh, quarantine with his backyard track. Not sure his wife's happy with the grass, but there we I'm go. Sure that, I'm, I'm sure Sean's plan is to wreck the grass and then say we have to put Astro down there. We, yeah, if he doesn't make a regional A final when we come back, it's going to be words. Um, obviously, the guys at Reds, obviously, a difficult time for those guys, obviously, in, in Italy. Um, it's, well, as far as I'm aware, it's getting better, slowly. I do, I do have Italian bosses, and they've not grumbled or moaned about it, so. Okay. Uh, Factory Fred and Brian at Screws Crossing. Yeah, Brian, super nice guy. Sent me some screws for my top cat. Finally, um, you told him what you wanted. Yeah, well, I want to say sent me them, meant I bought them and then he posted them. But they were super quick and they're really good. He does lots of kits. Well done, Brian. Well, that didn't take too long, Martin. Would you like to thank yours? Yeah, I'll thank John at RC Octane, all the guys at Schumacher, Richard RDT. And myself. I like to thank myself for not going mental yet in this lockdown, really. Mate, I'm going to thank you because thanks very much for today and this evening. I thought you'd done really well. Um, I'd like to thank the hashtag Schumacher family. I'd, I'd like to thank Nemo Racing and Yokomo for the invite back. That'll be lovely. Um, hopefully they build their track soon. I'd like to thank the guys at TQ Models um, for doing all the stuff they do for me, for all the things that they've done for Neem, which is their club. There's another raffle going on there. We've got some MIP tools and some Aramax tools, so check out their raffles and any of the raffles that are going on. Um, all the people in, our, sort of the, in the, the WhatsApp group who keep us entertained, um, the Big Blue Tent, all the guys from the podcast. It's very important that we mention... The guys from Bang Average Racing or Bar did one episode. They promised us another one. Still not turned up. Have they, have but, they recovered from the hangovers yet? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Um, sometimes people listen to podcasts at you know faster speeds to get through them. Have you heard wow. of that, guys? I have, yes. Well, yeah. on, on the bar, I had to slow it down just to get through the accents. Because <laughs> uh, those guys do talk quick. Um, I promised that the next, or should have said this, I promised that the next Neem raffle on Facebook, that I'll tell the real story of Hashtag 217 and how I was involved. And I would also, especially, I'd like to thank this week, who's been the only podcast I've listened to this week, is the 300, who not only have given us another episode within a month of an episode, which is like a record, they've then gone and got Jared Tebow and had a great conversation with Jared. So that's Pete Lyons, Alex Haywood, and Jared Tebow having a great talk about RP. I, I really enjoyed that. Well done. 
please go and find that. It's important that we like and share this podcast. It's important that we like and share all the podcasts. Um, uh, oh, I was going to thank the guests, but basically we just need to thank Joey for turning up. <laughs> You're very welcome. You know, try and stay awake, and maybe we might do another one next week. If anyone's um, listening... Which, I'm, on is... days, I'm on days next Tuesday, so I'm all good. Brilliant. Oh, can, we, can we do an RC quiz one week? Yes. Yeah. RC, RC bingo or something. No, okay, RC do... quiz, not bingo. Yeah, well, can we like can we like FaceTime it so we're all involved somehow? Yeah, we could do. Okay, what we could do is we I was I hadn't thought of a quiz, but I think a quiz we can do. Um, I was going to say that maybe in the next week or two we could do an episode. What I'm going to call push to talk. You know, anyone who's listening to this part of the podcast will will might not know as we record this through the app of Discord. It's available on all phones and computers. And if you download Discord, you can actually listen to us record an episode. But maybe what we could do one week, if not next week, the week after, or something like that, we could get people onto Discord, and we know a few people who'll be there anyway. We can uh-huh. put them on push to talk, and we could have a quiz, or we could ask, have them ask questions or get involved, because there isn't a lot of racing on. So really we've got a chance to think of new formats and new things to do. So if you have listened to this bit, then you're clearly an addict, you're clearly a fan. We thank you for all the the love and support that you do give. And if you download Discord and send me, Martin, I was going to say Joey, but he's too showbiz. You send me or Martin or the Extra Lap page a message that tells us you've got Discord, we can let you in and maybe we can do some audience participation one. I don't know how well we can't do it on Facebook Live the quiz because you can only do Facebook Live by yourself now. But maybe if we could just Zoom or something like that, maybe we could um, maybe we could find someone who has done an online quiz, and then we could steal theirs. How about that? Does that mm. sound okay? Yeah, yeah. Guys, honestly, the last hour has just flown by. So. Thanks very much for you two. You are superstars. See you all next week. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.